Hello and welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. Alright, so let's uh, take a look at the MLB wildcard playoff standings because they're really starting to come into focus now. Um, there's only a few games left. So let's take a look and see what it's looking, uh, shaping up to look like. So uh, I know we made some predictions before, and looks like a couple of them are coming true. So we got uh, Baltimore there. There looks like they're going to win. I don't know. Man, them and Tampa Bay are fighting it out now for that division lead. Yeah, Tampa, it's pretty close. Yeah, Tampa Bay's 92 and 58, Baltimore's 92 and 56. So, man, they're kind of battling out there. But either way, one of them's going to make the wild card and the other will win the division. Uh, you got Houston Astros, they're winning their division, 83 and 66. Uh, <clears throat> and then you have uh, Minnesota, who's winning their division. It doesn't look like, it doesn't look like anybody's going to catch Minnesota. They're pretty much going to win their division. Yeah. Uh, then you have Tampa Bay. Uh, we just talked about Texas Rangers, but there is some interesting news on the Texas Rangers front. Uh, Max Scherzer got hurt. Max Scherzer got hurt. So that's definitely going to impact their playoff. Even even if they make it, that's going to affect them in the playoffs because that was a they traded for him just for the playoff push. Yeah, and now that he's hurt, that's gonna that's gonna really affect them in the playoffs, going into the playoffs. I think so too. Like you definitely need pitching going into the playoffs, so that's uh, pretty interesting. And from what I understand, he is probably done for the season. So that's it for him. Toronto is hanging out, hanging around there at eighty-two and sixty-seven. So they could bump Seattle again. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Toronto's right there in the running and still a four-team race there. So we'll see how that works its way out. The Yankees are 76 and 73. They're they're not going to make it. Boston 74 and 75 and Cleveland 71 and 78. Then you have the National League with Atlanta at 96 and 52. They're going to win their division. Um, no challengers there. Dodgers will win theirs, 89 and 57. And then Milwaukee is going to win theirs at 84 and 64. They really don't have any challengers either. Closest team to them is the Cubs. However, I will say that the Reds have fought their way back into the wild card. So right now, we yeah, were both only, right. They're only, they're only half a game back. Dimebacks only half a game back from them. So Yeah, so right now, we were both right. Looks yeah. like the Cubs and Reds might both make the playoff picture. So yeah. uh, we got Miami. that going. Miami has won some lately. They're kind of they're catching up there a little bit. They're right there tied with the Diamondbacks. That's still solidly a four-team race right there yeah. between the Cubs, the Reds, the Diamondbacks, and the Marlins. San Francisco was in there shortly for a day, but then they fell back out. Um, you got those those four teams right there who are, are solidly fighting for that, that playoff picture. Everybody else is kind of out of the picture. I mean, San Francisco could catch up because they're only a couple games back. But Yeah, that there is a chance for San Francisco, but... Yeah. Man, uh, 
I told you there's a lot of games left when we made those original predictions and anything could happen in baseball. So it's definitely uh, been exciting here down the stretch, the way the teams have been kind of knocking each other out and coming back in. I, I think the Reds are on a hot, little bit of a hot streak right now. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10, and they're on the two-game winning streak. The Cubs are on a three-game losing streak and four and six in their last ten. So they are in danger of maybe falling out of that, that race there. No, there's no way. There's no way they can fall out. Then you have the Phillies, who are 81 and 67. I think they're firmly locked into the wild card. Yeah, they're definitely uh, locked in there. They're secured. They're... So it's it's starting. That, that playoff picture is starting to be more and more in focus there. Um I read an article today that uh, they were talking about who had the best chance to beat the Braves because the Braves here lately have shown a little bit of uh, weakness in their game with their pitching, which their pitching has been a weakness for, if you've watched them any this year, their, their pitching has been, has let them down several times this year. And as they were talking, uh, the Phillies were mentioned as a team who could possibly give the Braves some trouble in the playoffs. And although that may be possible, I just don't think that any of the wild card teams, the Cubs, no, the aren't going to go anywhere. No. They're not going to get out of the first round. Yeah, no. Reds, probably not going to get out of the first round. Yeah, no, but. Um, you're, you're looking at. I mean, could Philly maybe give them a run for their money? Possibly, but honestly, the only team I see that could maybe give them a struggle and they wouldn't meet until the uh, NLCS is the Dodgers. I just don't think anybody could beat the Braves in a seven-game series, not not in the National League, not right. Even with the pitching struggles they've had, I just don't think any of those teams have, have it. Maybe the Phillies, but I don't know. I just don't see it. Maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but I just don't see it. What do you think? No, I don't see it either. I I think that either the Dodgers, maybe Milwaukee, could probably be the two teams that could give the Braves some trouble in the playoffs. But I don't. I gotta agree with you on this one. I I don't really see any wild card teams in the year like the Cubs. Probably won't get out. I agree with you with the Reds. Probably won't get out. I mean, I just don't see that the Cubs have enough on their team to even attempt to give the Braves trouble. <laughs> I just, I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, the Cubs aren't good enough. They're just not. Yeah, I, they're yeah. not even close to being good enough. Um, they're, I don't know. I just don't see it there. Um, I don't know the Reds definitely aren't good enough again Phillies possible because they do have some firepower with Trey Turner Bryce Harper and a few other players but I don't know I just don't think they have enough for a seven they have decent decent pitching too but I just don't think they have enough for a seven game series I just don't see it yeah um my my pick from the National League to go into the World Series is still the Braves I think they meet the Dodgers in the NLCS, and I believe the Braves pull that out. Uh, more than likely in six games, possibly seven. But I, I believe the Braves win that. I believe the Braves move on to the World Series. And the American League, that one's a little closer because you got Tampa Bay there. 
You got Baltimore. Uh, both of those good teams. Yeah, Seattle. I mean, um, you know, Seattle is, is doing well, but right now I think the top two teams in the American League are the are the Rays and the, and the Baltimore Orioles. So Houston is the Astros are okay, yeah, but I, they had. I just don't think they have enough. Uh, I, I just don't think they have enough on their team to. I don't either. Uh, I did see one other thing that interested me. Uh, as I was reading about uh, Major League Baseball today, so I saw an article talking about Mike Trout possibly getting put on the trade block. Oh yeah, I saw that. I was I, I, I was I was very surprised at the Angels. But... Well, I think his injury history yeah. lately with the Angels is probably why that that rumor is floating around. However, yeah, it's... if that were to happen. If Brian Cashman wanted to redeem himself in any kind of way, if they put Mike Trout on the open market, you will find a way to get Mike Trout to New York. That would be a perfect center fielder. You could put Judge in left field, and then all you, or you could put Judge in right field, offload that Stanton contract, get yourself a. a you could put Bader in right field, more than likely, or actually they cut Bader, so um, you could find yourself a decent right fielder. But if you have Trout and Judge in the outfield, oh, that yeah. that's, that's two good bats, two good defensive players. Your start, their infield starting around in the form since Rizzo and Donaldson. Rizzo's out with injury. Donaldson's gone. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to let Rizzo go after this season. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, for me, I think that uh, if he does go on the market, the Yankees should at least try to get some kind of offer for Trout. And then Otani, if he goes on to the free agent market, they should definitely go after him in free agency. Again, find a way to offload that. Giancarlo Stanton contract. As much as I like Stanton and as exciting as it is to watch him hit home runs, he just has not lived up to his billing or his contract that he's had. Um, and I, I think it's time to move on from that that project. I just whatever for whatever reason, Stanton just did not work out in Yankee pinstripes. He just didn't. Um, yeah. He just doesn't work out in there. A lot of it's his injury. He's been injured since he's been in New York. I don't think he's had a... I think he had one injury-free season, and that's it. Um, and that's kind of unfortunate. But this year, trying to trying to have him play in the designated hitter spot, is just, that's just not... He's not a DH. He's a kind of guy that you have to find a way to keep him on the field some way. Because he, he always bats better when he's playing uh, the full game and not just coming up cold off the bench. Stanton's just never been that type of, of hitter like that that can just turn it on. He's he's never been that great of a of a hitter at the plate. Um, yes, he smokes home runs out of the park, but his batting average has been yeah, two fifty or below. Yeah, it's been with right the with the Yankees. It's been below. 220. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been in. Right now it's 194, I think. 
Yeah, you, he's just not that dynamic of a player where you could just make him a DH. He's, he just doesn't fit that role. So for me, unfortunately, that that his time has passed. They need to find a way to offload his contract. And I don't, I don't know how you do that. If you're the Yankees, you there's got to be somebody who would be interested in, in taking on Stanton and giving him another chance. But I just think his days in pinstripes are done. Even if you did keep him, maybe try to renegotiate his contract with him and get Trout. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you it would be a decent outfield with those three. You could play Stanton in right field, Trout in center, and Judge in left. Um, you could work it that way. It wouldn't hurt anything. Yeah. Well, um, it'd be a good pair. Yeah, well, trio. Yes. Be a good outfield. But if I'm thinking logically, you have to offload his contract. That's the only logical answer. Offload his contract. Get your hands on uh, get your hands on uh, Mike Trout and maybe Otani. Man, that would be great. That that's the kind of moves the Yankees used to make. <laughs> they haven't made moves like that in a long time. Yeah. I know Stanton's been kind of hot as of late, cranking out some homers. Um, if you could find a way for him to negotiate his contract and get Mike Trout, that would be great. But that's a perfect world, and we all know that probably doesn't happen. Um, doesn't hurt to talk to him about it and see. But I'm excited for the MLB playoffs to come around. They're almost here. Yeah, it's um, going to be really just, exciting. Uh, yep, just a few more weeks. I'm ready to see some of these uh, some of these teams and how they're going to do. Yeah. What do you think about the Yankees and possibly getting Mike Trout or, or maybe Otani? What's your What's your thought process on that? My thought process on that is that, well, um, they do, they, they could get Mike Trout. Uh, that's, like you said, they probably need to talk with uh, Stanton with some contract de- decisions to get uh, Trout. And I do think they could maybe get Otani, but if, <clears throat> uh, but if, if they can get Mike Trout, that'd probably be enough for them to be a playoff contender. Uh, they still got to fix some of their pitching, well, but Otani would actually help with that too. So, um, if you wanted, you could just make Otani a mostly a pitcher, and you know, leave the batting to to Judge and Trout, and yeah. maybe Stanton. Some of their other players have really kind of come on. Some of the younger players, the Yankees were really patient with them. And some of them have really kind of blossomed here towards the end of the season. They've actually gone on a little small winning streak. Yeah. Um, I do think they could possibly get Otani. And I do agree with you. I do think that they can maybe... Um, get him more in the pitcher role 
then that would uh that uh that upgrade their pitching because they've had some troubles like uh the pitching has had some troubles but i do think if they get shohei otani uh they're probably gonna upgrade that pitching and uh, be a better team than they were than this year <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so I covered something the other day. You weren't here. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit again. Um, so I don't know if you saw, but after the USA's horrible showing at the FIBA World Championships, LeBron uh, said that he would play in the 2024 Olympics and the Paris games. And so he's trying to recruit a couple of uh, players to play with him, like Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, Jason Tatum, are some of the names that have been mentioned that he's trying to recruit and get to come play with him. And I think that that would be great because they need something because those young kids under the leadership of Steve Kerr just did not work out. They looked bad down the stretch, and they didn't even medal. So that's that's not a good sign for the Olympics next year. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully uh, he can get some of those guys to play, maybe even get Devin Booker or Dame Lillard or you know somebody of that nature to play with him in those Olympic games. But that team they rolled out in the FIBA championships would not cut it. So they definitely need to do something. But what do you think about LeBron uh, playing one last Olympic go-around and recruiting some of those other players to play with him? You know, I do think that, that, that that's going to, uh, you know, I, I do think that he's going to upgrade Team USA for next year. Because I feel like uh, those young guys didn't go with Steve Kerr's scheme. Uh, I don't think they really went with him, but I do think that uh, when LeBron's getting recruits, I do think that that is going to be a huge upgrade for Team USA and uh, get them to be a better team in the Olympics, like uh, uh, like getting a Stephen Curry or getting. Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, or Kevin Durant, or any of those players. That 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 really uh that really sends some hope for Team USA because uh those young guys really couldn't stick with Steve Kerr's scheme, and that's <clears throat> LeBron playing LeBron playing for them was that's 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 good addition. I think Steve Kerr just figured out what it was like to coach a team that's not ready-made and set up for him to step into. With Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and all those other players that were on that team. Yeah. I think he just figured out what life is going to be like without Steph Curry when he retires. And yeah. I don't think he liked it very much. No. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> um, you always look good as a coach when you got a player, players like Steph Curry and Klay Thompson uh, the do in the do what they do. 
Yeah. And support players around them that complement their strengths. Yep. So. <clears throat> That's going to teach him what other NBA coaches face without the Steph Currys, the Clay Thompsons, the Draymond Greens, all those players. Um, One quick update um, from we talked about the serious injuries that happened in week one of the NFL. So one of them was we talked about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I think I talked about those on uh, one of the shows, episodes without you. But So uh, I saw something lately where the Jets have been kicking around some, uh, some free agents and some uh, backup QBs to see if there's somebody out there that they can sign or you know, make a, a small trade for to back up Zach Wilson in case they decide to pull him. Uh, I saw some names. I know they were checking in on Jago- Jacoby Brissett. Oh, yeah, that's... But there's a few other names, and I can't remember what they were, but they have been kicking the tires. Um, I suggested in that show that they probably are going to want to start kicking some tires. Yeah. And they have uh, been turning over some rocks. So we'll see how that situation unfolds in the coming weeks. But with Rodgers out for the year and Zach Wilson not having a great track record in the past, I think it would benefit them very much to at least make an attempt to find somebody that they could replace replace Zach Wilson with if necessary um, I know he has a lot better weapons now than he did and they can kind of run in a leaning game lean on their running game a little bit more than they did when Zach Wilson first got there with uh, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook but at the same time you know Zach Wilson hasn't proven that he can take care of the football with some of the decisions he makes so you always want to make sure you have an insurance policy in case he goes back to throwing picks or, or turning the ball over. So we'll see yeah. what happens there. Yeah, I think this is... Uh, this is what the Jets should have planned for once they got Aaron Rodgers because they, they knew Aaron Rodgers was going to turn 40 this season. So I mean, uh, right now, this is kind of a late backup plan. Yeah. That's why I said they shouldn't give up too much. They should just try to kick, you know, look around, try to see what they can find, you know, at a decent price. You know, you don't they've they've already gone all in on the roster they assembled in the off season, so you don't want to hinder yourself too much, but you do want to see what you can you can find or if there's some viable options that you can get at a decent price, you know. There, there's always somebody out there floating that you know you might be able to make a, a decent deal with a team to pick up. Uh, I think they should reach out to Carolina. I know Carolina signed Andy Dalton to help out Bryce Young, but it wouldn't hurt for them to reach out to Carolina and see what kind of price Carolina has on Andy Dalton because he would be a good yeah he'd be a, backup. Yeah, he'd be a good backup. He'd be a he'd be a good player right there. That's. 
that's one of the names that could be uh, good right there. Um, maybe Jameis Winston. Uh, yeah, he's got to be floating around somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, maybe. I forgot maybe, about him. Yeah, maybe they can try to reach out to the Saints. Try to get Jameis Winston. Let's uh, be back up. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're going to continue to kick around the tires. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the WNBA playoffs have started. Oh, yeah. They're in full swing. Yeah. So if you get an opportunity to click over and check those out, I want to check out the uh, WNBA playoffs. You already checked that out uh, just a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. I saw Liberty beat the Washington Mystics mm -hmm. game one. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting in the playoffs. Yep, New York Liberty 90 to 75 beat the uh the Mystics, the Dallas beat uh Atlanta, the Atlanta Dream 94 to 82. Uh, Las Vegas Aces beat the Chicago Sky 87 to 59. Yep, and, and Connecticut beat Minnesota 90 to 60. So, yeah. Yes. Playoffs are in full swing. Yep. So we'll be watching some of those games. Maybe catch some tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota and Connecticut play again tomorrow. And Chicago <laughs> and Las Vegas play tomorrow. So we'll check that out. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see uh, what the Aces can do with their team. You know, yep. Liberty, is that's going to be exciting. I agree. Well, that will do it for our show today. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we uh, end the show? No. All right. Our next show, we'll probably talk about some of the results from uh, week two of college football. Or week three. Or week three. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> I'm a week behind. I was thinking week two in NFL. Thank you for that. Yep, week three of college football. Uh, and then week two of the NFL. Again, don't forget that we are on, uh, we have a YouTube channel called The Common Man's Take on Sports. If you guys want to, uh, if you guys can't, don't really listen to podcasts or don't subscribe to podcasts, please go to our YouTube channel, listen to us there, and sub hit that subscribe button and like button. Yep. Uh, we also are on Facebook. Facebook, yep, that is correct. We, uh, our Facebook page is under first name Kevin, uh, last name Quentin. We also po post our uh, our episodes there. So if you uh, don't like YouTube, you can always go to Facebook and find us. In the last place, there we have our web page at uh, Podbean. Yep. And we're also on Spotify. Spotify. 
We are also on uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeart Music, Samsung Podcasts, Boomplay, Podchaser, and Player FM. So you can get our podcast at any of those spots if you'd like to listen to uh, if you do listen to podcasts you can find us there please go to any one of those places and subscribe and hit like we thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you next time